is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. I haven't been in studio in a minute. Um, I have had a very uh, crazy, crazy past couple of weeks. My March was was a bit crazy, so all of the episodes that you listened to were pre-recorded. But I'm back, and I'm so happy to be back, everybody. I was in Dallas and New Jersey and New Jersey and a couple other cities that I can't remember at the moment. But the point is, I am back in LA and I'm so happy to be home and to be able to sleep in my bed for for a, a while. I have another trip coming up. Um but that, that's not for another minute. But it's been it's been great. Last week was really crazy. Um, at Generation Rescue, we launched an exciting new campaign with Donnie Wahlberg. He uh, just a couple weeks ago announced that he's doing a solo concert to benefit Generation Rescue out in Chicago. Um, and we ran this campaign. We sold over. We ran a T-shirt campaign that sold. Um, over 3,000 t-shirts, which raised a shit ton of money for Generation Rescue. And then concert sale tickets went on sale and sold out in the first 10 minutes, which was insane. So that's a lot of money that's going to be going back to to help families affected by autism. Um, you know, Generation Rescue is one of the only organizations out there that is directly helping these families. You know, we're not just giving, you know, awareness or using money for all this research. Um, you know, this is money that is going directly back into the family's hands um, to help their kids and provide medical treatment to their families. Um, And it's such a privilege. And, you know, all of the traveling that I've been doing has been with and for Generation Rescue. And I, you know, it's funny, the other day I was running out the door um, and my grandpa was looking at me and laughing hysterically because I would look like a hot mess. And he's like, are you having fun? And I had to stop for a minute and just be, just be like, yeah, like right now I'm having, it's crazy and my, I haven't had a lot of sleep, but I'm having the best time of my life right now because I am doing something that I love. Um, and that's, that's my rant for the minute, <laughs> but it is autism awareness month. And, um, I want to have a lot of really powerful, influential advocates and activists on the show this month. Um, and I have one that I'm going to be chatting with in just a bit, um, but if you're looking to do anything for Autism Awareness Month, support Generation Rescue or, you know, support an organization that means something to you. GR means a lot to me, and I'm going to I'm gonna hustle and push for them as much as I can. Um, but if there's another organization out there that is helping families, then please do your part. Volunteer. You know, host a, a fundraiser, host an event, get, offer support to a family that you know, you know, anything that you can do. Um, but I'm good. I'm glad to be back in studio. I finally got to have a little time with my family over the weekend. Um, I almost killed my grandfather with the shot of vodka, but he survived. He's okay now. Um, he just, <laughs> he was choking on it. And I was like, oh, and they're like, you're not supposed to give your grandpa shots of vodka. And I was like, well, he wanted to have fun. I also got schooled on why eating like organic produce is not healthy for you and how GMOs are actually really good for you and really good for us. And it was just the most asinine conversation I've ever barely participated in. Um, but I've lived to tell it all and bear it all on hashtag no filter. And I love having this medium for me to just rant and rave and talk to you and share everything that I think is important and not important because I just love to talk everybody. And that's why you listen to me every week on hashtag no filter. And this is the longest intro I've ever done. <laughs> it really is. But um, now I want to welcome my uh, amazing guest today. 
He is the host of Hope Saves the Day on Autism Radio, and he is an amazing advocate. Nothing, like I, I look at this guy and I look up to him. He has accomplished so much. He has his own show and um, and he's done a lot with it. And he was doing a show before it was even popular to do podcasts or radio or internet radio or any of that stuff. And he's um, he's tearing it up. So please welcome today uh, on Hashtag No Filter, Paul Simmons. Hey, thanks, Zach, for having me on, man. It's a pleasure. Hi, Paul. How are you? How are you doing? Hey, I feel like I haven't talked to you in a minute. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been about, a, I guess, a little over a year, I actually had you on my show. Has uh, it been that long? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. About a year ago already. Yeah, time flies, man. I know. You know, it's amazing. I mean, uh, I think I first met you back in 2009, man. That's how long ago. We wow. Was it that yeah. long ago? Yeah. 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 I had you on my show for the first time in 2009. That's right. Hope saved the day. Yeah. That's so, right. So, uh, so we've come a long way, my friend, for sure. Um, you know, we became nationally syndicated, as you know, in 2000. I know. That's amazing. Yeah. And now we're on over 53 FM stations throughout the country with iHeartRadio and Clear Channel Communications. So Awesome. Pretty good stuff, man. And people can listen to that or find out where um, it airs on your website, right? Yeah, you can go on the website on autismradio.org and, uh, you know, listen anytime. Also, we're on iTunes. You can, you know, subscribe to the show Hope Saves the Day and uh, never miss an episode. Or, you know, if you happen to go on our website, we also have a listing of uh, all the radio stations that we're on, or most of the radio stations, actually. I think it needs to be updated, but uh, we're behind the times a little bit with our website. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we have most of the stations listed It's hard up there to and, keep up with the new media. Everything's yeah. changing constantly. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we turn around like in a week, we're on three different stations, you know, and I don't even know which ones they're on. <laughs> they, just, they just slide us in, you know what I'm saying? So, it's not uh, a bad problem to have. Stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, we're international, too. We're, we're actually, uh, our show is being picked up in the UK and also uh, Ireland, Scotland, and uh, Brazil, actually. And uh, in 2012, we were on Univision. Uh, our show now gets converted to Spanish. So oh, wow. We're really, uh, we're really How do they do that? Large. Well, we have a we have a uh, contract with uh, Univision, and our show gets sent to them, and they basically break it down and translate it. So, oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they've been doing that for a couple of years now. So uh, this way, we reach a whole nother, whole whole other market. You know, that's awesome. I'm so happy for you. I mean, it's, how long have you been doing the show now? Well, my first podcast ever, uh, my first kit was in 2007, actually. Um, and it was, you know, I barely produced it. It was kind of on my brother's website and, uh, you know, I think about 12 people listened to it <laughs> when I first started out. But, uh, you know, and then, uh, like I said, then I finally got my own website in 2009 and that's when things really started picking up. Um, so for a couple of years, I just kind of messed around with the podcast. But I mean, you got it right and it's still going and it's going strong. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, here we are, 2016. It's it's insane. What made uh, you start it? Well, you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm sure you remember, Zach, but uh, for your listeners, obviously, uh, my son, Jonathan, uh, was diagnosed with autism at two and a half years of age. Right. Um, he lost all his, uh, basically, speech at that time. And, um, you know, he became nonverbal. And, uh, you know, it was kind of like there, you know, I remember doctors telling me, you know, that basically, you know, there's not much they can do. There's no treatments. And, you know, being myself, I said, you know, I got to find some answers here. And, right. uh, so I started digging deep and, you know, talking to a lot of people. And, uh, 
you know, this is going back in 2005, so that was pretty early on. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there wasn't as much out there at that time like there is today. I mean, there's so much information out there. It's like overload a little bit. I know. There's um, so much. So, uh, you know, but there's a lot of great people that are doing, you know, tremendous things. And, uh, you know, uh, like I said, my son has come a long way from yeah. where he was, you know, when he was little, for sure. You know, so you, you said he there. lost his speech. So did he regressed into autism? Yeah, he regressed. He regressed okay. into autism. He wasn't born, uh, per se, with autism. He had about, I don't know, 50, 60 words in his vocabulary at the time. And I remember the physician telling me, you know, he's just a little bit delayed. You know, he's a little behind, but he's doing right. okay. And, uh, you know, he, he had chronic ear infections. He was constantly sick all the time. And, and then I noticed... You know, right right around that same time, um, you know, he was changing his habits, his behaviors, uh, started hand flapping, spinning, playing with his hair, um, you know, and it was it was a kind of a shock to us. Obviously, right. I didn't know much about autism other than Rain Man at the time. I always tell that story. Right. It was, uh, you know, there wasn't, like I said, a ton of information out there. Um, and, uh, you know, we kind of got hit with two things, and uh, I don't know if you remember this, but my daughter was diagnosed two weeks prior to my son being diagnosed with autism, that she was legally deaf in both her ears. So we kind of got hit with two things, like, you know, your children, you're like, no, well, what's going on? God. Um, you know, and, um, you know, I still say to this day, you know, it's like, uh, you know, things were meant to be, you know, uh, they, you know, things that are put on your shoulders are meant there for a purpose, and uh, look where we are today, so... You know, just me and I have a, have a format to give my son a voice. And I always say yeah, to absolutely. everybody that my son is the true star of the show. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, we wouldn't be where we're at without them. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I'm I'm the same way. I look at my brother and I'm just like, you know, I you've changed my life in so many incredible, amazing ways. And I know there are a lot of people that always like to just look at the negative that autism has brought into their lives and and it's very easy to do that and i totally understand that yeah. but at the same time i'm like but that makes it very difficult to get out of bed in the morning you know yeah. at some point you have to find you have to look for the light at the end of the tunnel even even when the, the tunnel's darker than dark you know you just have to keep going with an ounce of hope and just you know know that you know, something's got to get better and you just keep trying. You just keep going. You just put one foot in front of the other. And, and, and eventually when you open up your mind to all of the incredible blessings that are in front of you, you know, you, you start to, they come into your life more and more. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that was the biggest thing. You know, when I started the program, you felt so isolated and alone. I think that was the biggest thing. And I wanted to put something out there and it was, kind of a brave thing, I guess, to put yourself emotionally out there in the beginning. Absolutely. Um, you know, and I, and I went and did it and some people looked at me like, well, you know, I don't know if I do that, you know, and I'm yeah. like, I really didn't care because it felt so empowering just to pour your heart out there every week. And, uh, when I first started very early on and yeah. just kind of share my story and, you know, people, people were drawn to that because they're going through that same experience. And, uh, just like you do Zach with your show too, it's like, you know, you're, you're reaching the community and, uh, you know, people uh, share stories. You might hear a story on the air, which might help them, you know, inspire them. 
Um, you know, we just try to bring a positive message every week rather than the negative, because like you said, there's enough negative out there. You yeah. can find it, but and it's very, I'd rather look at the positive. Yeah, it's very easy to get caught up in the negative. Um, so I commend you on just always putting on a brave face and, and, and you know, keeping people motivated and, and inspired and, and, you know, just motivated to keep going. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I enjoy it. I love what we do. And, you know, especially I get, you know, I get a couple thousand emails a day um, from families all over the world. And it's, uh, you know, amazing how, you yeah. know, they found our show and, 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 you know, they'll tell me, oh, you know, your show got me through the week. And uh, it's just, it's awesome. You know, it doesn't get better than that. Um, like I said, and I'm a volunteer. I do this out of the goodness of my yeah, heart. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, Which and, is, and uh, so... you know, we're trying to, trying to make it the difference and that impact. Yeah. Uh, sure. Um, and, you know, of course, Autism Radio is also a nonprofit 501c3 uh, organization that helps families, you know, get support. Like you were saying, you know, Generation Rescue does a great job. You know, we're there for the families uh, as well, like whether buy an iPad for them or a medical, you know, treatments or whatever they might need. Um, we try to, you know, do our part, of course, on a smaller scale. But, uh, you know, we try to help out, you know, when we can so um, to make that difference for a family. Because like you said, uh, you know, we don't do anything with research. It's all, you know, helping us now make that difference and make life a little bit better at the end of the day. Absolutely. Which brings me to um, the next segment that I want to go through with you. It's called Swipe Left, Swipe Right. And we play it every week on the show. And it's really just um, hot topics that we kind of go through. Um, and then we, we weigh in on, you know, whether we're pro or against or how we feel. It's basically a game of thumbs up, thumbs down. So I want to talk about, because you said, you know, research and we have, you know, this whole Autism Awareness Month and we have this World Autism Awareness Day and it's a big day about spreading awareness. How do you how do you feel about World Autism Awareness Day? Do you think we we need an awareness day? Do you think it's good? Do you think it it could use improvement? I want to know what your take is. I mean, I I think it's good. It's definitely a good. Okay, so you swipe right. Yeah. I mean, definitely, I think it's a good thing. I think there's some things that could be do a little bit differently, I think. Okay. Um, you know, I think acceptance is also very important because, you know, as the spectrum is so broad, um, you know, you have a lot of individuals with Asperger's. And, right. You know, very, very highly intelligent, you know, people who who do a lot of great, wonderful things in this world. And, um, you know, they, they just want acceptance. They're right. kind of tired of the awareness factor. So there's there's some mixed feelings, but I always like to say, you, you need both. You need you need awareness to kind of bring acceptance. You know what I mean? So I people agree. are not aware of what autism is, how they can accept it. You know what I mean? So you kind of have to you have to bring to me the two are tied together. Basically, that's that's why I look at it. I agree. I, I completely agree with you. I think I I think I swipe right to dedicating a day toward raising awareness, but I think. It needs to stop being about just awareness. I think, uh, like you said, acceptance is a big one. But I think it also needs to be about taking action and doing something. I mean, it's very easy, you know, and nothing against any group or organization or anything. But, I mean, it's very easy to to say, I'm going to spread awareness today. I'm going to wear a T-shirt with puzzle pieces or I'm going to light it up blue. Like, it's very easy to do that. But unless, I mean, I think... 
I would appreciate as somebody that's in this community, as somebody with a sibling that is on the autism spectrum, as somebody that actually, you know, listens to these families and listens to their stories and works with them directly. I feel like we there's a lot more that as a community at large that we can do for them than just spread awareness. You know, and right. I'm not saying I, I agree. everybody has the money to donate. If you can donate, right. that's amazing. Um, but not everybody can do that. But I mean, there are other things you can volunteer, you can host a fundraiser, you can, you know, v- offer your time to, to, to babysit or to offer, you know, a short, a shoulder to cry on for a mom that has a kid with autism. Like there are other ways that you can be proactive and take action. Um, and I, that's my thing is I think people, I appreciate all the awareness that everybody's doing, but I think I would appreciate you know, just somebody standing up for for all of these families that are are really struggling. It's very easy to sit there and say, "Oh, it looks so hard for you and your family," but it's another thing to actually offer real support. Absolutely, no, I agree with you. I mean, you know, we do a date night program, and that and that probably gets our biggest reception. Um, you know, on the first day of April first every year, we do a date night. So we, you know, we get some professional babysitters come in their home. You know, that's awesome. babysit, uh, buy them tickets to a show or whatever. That's you know, awesome. whatever they want to do. And those are the kind of things that need to happen. You know, like you said, putting on a shirt or lighting up blue or whatever you might do. You know, it's it's like you said, it's not enough. You know, we need to actually start to make some changes. It's nice, and, but it's like, what does you know, it do at the end of the day? Yeah, exactly. You kind of That's feel like empty. Saying, I talk to a lot of parents. I agree. They actually tell me, like, you know, it, it was exciting. It's like a buildup, and then it's like kind of like, ah, it's just another day. You know, it's like, no. okay, it's awareness. I agree. They it's don't like, have that fulfilling feeling. No, I I mean, for me, it's like, well, it's, it's the same thing as saying, oh, well, we need a, a cancer awareness day. It's like everybody knows about cancer. Cancer is a real issue that's happening right now, and I'm not trying to compare the two, but I'm right. just saying – Everybody knows about cancer. And at this point, everybody knows about autism. And they know that it's not, you know, I think there is this part of the community that really likes to to glamorize autism and say that these kids are, you know, a little Einsteins and they're very intelligent. And they absolutely are. But there are some families with children that are having real issues and really hard times communicating and really difficult, you know, issues that they're facing. You know, and autism is a very real issue that our, our our country is facing right now. And, you know, the numbers continue to grow and they're not great, you know, and I feel like I, I've said it enough. We need a little more than awareness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm with you there, Zach, for sure. I mean, that's one of the things I try to always bring across in our program and, and our mission as well. I mean, you know, we really need to make some major changes. I mean, because here we are, we have now children that are going to become 21, which age Absolutely. Out. What are we doing about that? We're really not doing then? enough. We're really not doing enough. You know, there needs to be things set up for them. And we only, I mean, you know, in New Jersey, we have very good services where I'm from. And, mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong, but there's only like one or two programs for 21 and over. Yeah. I mean, you know, you have 100 and some odd kids in one area and, and you got thousands waiting behind them. That's right. So what are you doing with them? What are we going to do? Exactly. No. What happens then, when they all reach over over 21? Exactly. And then I they mean, lose all their services. What are we supposed yeah. to do? do we have... and, and we're not doing enough to really do that. We talk about it, but I feel yeah. like, you know, I, I mean, I went to, you know, I met with uh, Governor Christie a couple of years ago. And, you know, we were bringing up this issue and we're like, you know, this needs something needs to happen. And, it, you know, of course, being politicians, they'll tell you everything they want. But then, you know, right. it just goes right back and nothing happens. And, uh, you know, it's kind of disappointing. 
you know it's and um, like I said we we have to do it we have to bring this you know to light somehow where said hey you know what are we doing with our kids I mean how many families can afford to stay home and take care of their child indefinite you know Exactly. Uh, to put them in a, in, a, in a home or something, you know, can cost a fortune, and most people can't afford that. And they don't want to do that. I mean, nobody no. wants to institutionalize Absolutely. their child. That's, that's such that's a heartbreaking decision to have to make. Exactly. I mean, I have a mom right now. I've been just talking to her, um, share her story. You know, her son just turned 22 years old. Now he aged out of the system. There's no services. She's a single mom. You know, she makes a decent living, but how is she supposed to go to work now? And there's no facilities for her. She doesn't know what to do. Yeah. And, you know, I don't have the answers. I mean, I'm calling people and I, you know, calling the state and I'm calling different agencies trying to find somebody. But there's really not a solid answer. I can say, okay, just go here. It right. doesn't work like that. There's a waiting list. Like I said, thousands of people waiting to get into a lot of these institutions. And some of the institutions, if you can get in, they're like forty, fifty thousand $50,000 a year or more. So, you know, who can afford that? It's not realistic. No, no, it's not. It's not. And, uh, you know, so it's a little, it's a little frustrating to me when, when I, when I hear about that. And like I said, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of money out there. Like I said, you know, I don't think it's being put to good use where it really needs to be sometimes. I agree. I completely agree. So what, okay, well, let's talk about companies that are trying to, um, I think a really big story that um, made a lot of headlines and is in in a lot of people's uh, news feeds right now is something that came out on World Autism Awareness Day. Apple, um, I don't know if you saw the video that Apple released um, with the iPad. What I want to know what your what your take on that was. I mean, I think it's good. I think they're trying to do something. Uh I don't know if it's enough, though. You know, right. I don't know. I, I don't have any strong feelings either way, I think. Yeah. I think it was a nice, cute Gesture, video. It spread yeah. awareness. It was great. I think I would have liked to have seen them maybe give some iPads away to families in need. Right. You know, and and maybe, I mean, so for people that haven't seen the video, Apple released a video over the weekend um, about a, I think he was, he was, a, he was a teenager, right? Yes. A teenager um, about how he used his iPad and that's his form of communication. And this is the first time he's, he's been able to communicate with his family is through apps on the iPad, which I thought was a great story. It's a very oh, great story. But I think there's a social goodness piece that Apple maybe was trying to do that maybe slightly missed the market. I thought it was a great video. I really, really did. It was a very compelling story. But again, what did it accomplish? Right, exactly. Other than yeah, other than yeah, other than get your kid an iPad because you know if he's nonverbal, you know yeah, now so he can have access. So, you know, like you said, why didn't Apple give away? Uh, and, you know, a couple hundred thousand apples. And iPads, I love so. Apple. Yeah. And everything yeah. I have is a Mac. I have an iPhone. I have a MacBook. I have a, um, you know, an iMac at my desk. Like I, and this is such a huge company, and they have so much money, and they could give a little. Oh, easily, easily. I mean, no if doubt. you're going to take such a, a strong stance on a day like that, then, I mean, I don't want to sound like one of those people that gripes and says, oh, "Do more, do more." But I mean, I just feel like. There isn't enough being done. Is that no, a no. fair enough point, Paul? Absolutely. No, I'm I'm agree with you, man. I mean, like I said, I mean, just give a little bit. You know, I'm not saying give away the farm here, right. but 
you know what, they could have done something, even if they had a contest and gave away a couple thousand or whatever on Autism Awareness Day with the video or something. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not, it's not going to break their bank. Come on. Let's be honest. So, no. or at least, I mean, there are a lot of resources out there, that, a lot of organizations that give out iPads. That was a great way to plug them. Right, right. Um, and we do, too. That's one of the things yeah. we have, an iPad for Autism program. We, we gave away about 121 iPads this year. Like That's I said, awesome. we're not a huge organization, but, you know, and we we get such a little break. If we're lucky, we get 10% off, 15% off, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not like they're giving you anything for free, believe me. <laughs> so uh, so let's, we're buying these. let's shift the conversation a little bit to, to something a little more solution-oriented. What are some things that you think parents can do? You know, as we wrap up the show, I want to end it on a good, positive, motivating Absolutely. note. So what are a couple of things that you think parents can do or people in the community can do today, right now, to proactively support this cause and support these families? Well, I think you got to find an organization like, like you said, you were talking about Generation Rescue or an organization like us, Autism Radio, you know, who's actually making a difference in helping families, support families, whether it's uh, moral support or, you know, um, like you said, you know, you can find a, a family in a neighborhood if you know they have an autistic child. You know, maybe go over and talk to the family, you know, make friends with them. You know, that's the other thing, too. I know so many families with the neighborhoods, the neighbors don't even come over and say hello. You know, it's like yeah. people people got to care a little bit more. You know, I just I want to see a little more compassion, I think, for others yeah. and a little more empathy. And, uh, you know, just try to really help out. You know, and that's I think that's the best way is actually do something positive. Maybe you have a play date. Maybe if you have a son, you teach your son about autism and, and befriend that child with autism. You know, make them feel welcome, you know, go over it. And you know how happy that would make a mother. You know that. No, um, absolutely. You know, I, you know, just little gestures. And yeah, like, and these aren't things that are hard. It's just a no. little, it's a peace offering. It's a, you know, a, I'm here for you. I, whatever you need, you know, and it's, it can be a lot for a lot of people. You know what Absolutely. I mean? To offer, uh, to overextend themselves or to to extend themselves at all. But I mean, just small gestures like that. Maybe don't right. give that mom a dirty look at the supermarket when her kid's throwing a tantrum. Yeah. You, you yeah, know? And I know that it's sad that that still goes on today, Zach. It's amazing. Yeah. I was actually out with my son not that long ago, maybe a few weeks ago. And um, he had a meltdown at dinner. You know, he, he wanted more water, more water. And, you know, he'll drink a ton of water. And it's like... You know, he needs to slow himself down. So, of course, we don't give it to him because he's got to learn just like everybody else. Right. And he had a tantrum. You know, he had a little bit of a meltdown. And this lady kept looking over at us and kept looking over and, and like, and like breathing heavy, like, ah, you know, like, yeah. oh, my God, we're, we're ruining her dinner. Like, yeah. terrible. And, you know, of course, my wife is getting anxious and anxiety and, you know, just feeling yeah. that. And uh, it, it made a very difficult situation. You know, but me being me, I, of course... I, I stand up, I start talking to him, I'm like, oh, come on, buddy, let's take a walk, we'll go outside, you know, and I walk purposely right by her, you know, so <laughs> I, I, you know, that's just me, I'm like, okay, I want her to say something, because I'm not going to fight with her, I'm going to educate her. Exactly. You know, it's not about getting a fight. It's about, not, you know, yeah, exactly, it's not about creating a conflict. No, no, no. and uh, I actually have these little cards that we made up that explains about autism, and I uh, placed one on her table as I walked by, so... Uh, she looked at it and she was like, oh, you know, and then she, she kind of changed and she wouldn't look at me anymore. So that kind of right there nipped it in the butt. Yeah. Um, 
But, uh, you know, it's like little sorry. things like that. I'm it's sorry. little things like that. I love the satisfaction of when they have that look on their face after you've been like, yeah, this kid has autism, and then they feel bad, and they're like, oh, now I feel awful. When it's like, why can't yeah. you just be a decent person and just not, not be give... Be so judgmental. Exactly. People are so judgmental, and I think that's the big thing is that, you know, like it's amazing, just simple things too, and, and, and you probably see this, Zach. How many times you walk through a door and somebody doesn't hold the door for you? They just walk through. It is... Like gonna, it's it like amazing. Baffles where, me. Where is that gone? And it, it drives baffles me. And and Paul, I'm going to call out New Jersey because I was just there. And there are a lot of not-so-nice people in New Jersey, Paul. Well, it's, you know, it's tough. It's, it's, <laughs> the it's, East Coast is not it's very different. friendly. It's definitely different. It's different. And I'm not <laughs> saying they're friendly. They, no, yeah. It's different. It's it's definitely like if you're on the highway driving, they're not going to let you in. Put yeah. it that way. No matter whether you have to turn <laughs> signal on, you know. But, uh, you know, I lived in the South for a while. And uh, very different. Oh, yeah, that's polar opposite. I have a mile, like, people let me in, you know. So there is a difference. Uh, I just think it's, you know, I don't know what it is. I I don't know. I know I'm not like that, and I know a lot of people that are not like that, too. But there's a lot of people that are like that, too. Absolutely. But uh, I've met some people in L.A. like that, too. Oh, yeah, everyone in L.A. is awful. (laughs) There are people out here. I mean, there are some great ones, but you're not going to find a lot of them in L.A. Yeah. So, but... Moral of the show, have a little compassion. Give a little, give back, do what you can. You don't have to have you don't have to give these big gestures. Just open up your heart, have a little compassion, support, you know, these nonprofits, support Autism Radio, listen to Paul on Hope Saves the Day. He does a great job every week. Support Generation Rescue. Visit generationrescue.org. You know, offer offer support or share the resource with another family in need. Paul, what's what's the website you would refer everybody to right uh, now? You can go to autismradio.org. Yes, and check out Hope Saves the Day, Hope which is day. on how every week. It's on every week. It's once a week. Every uh, week. Every week uh, starts uh, eight o'clock. It would be Eastern Standard Time. I guess that would be what's five five your time. I guess Pacific yes. time. Right. So. Uh, yeah, so you know, it's every Monday. We did Mondays because we said Monday's always a slow day and there's nothing on TV. So I right. figured that was a good day to start the show. <laughs> and then it runs throughout the week. It runs, you know, on all the different stations throughout the week. But like I said, the great part is that podcast is always there. So no matter if yes, you have a guest, absolutely. like we had Dr. Temple on Brandon demand. on a few weeks ago, so you can go back and oh, that's great. talk about something, you know. So whoever whoever we have on, you know, we have a lot of different guests too that come on just like you do and uh you know, it's it's great. You get some information, and it's inspiring. You know, it, it just definitely uh, changes your perspective on things. I think that's the biggest thing we try to get across. If we can just give a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, and um, you know, it. give that parent hope, and that's what our message is, and that's why the show is called Hope Saves Today. It does. It absolutely uh, does. Uh, I would appreciate what you're doing, Zach. Thank you so much, Paul for calling in and for chatting with me and for, for all the support that you lend to, to these families. God knows they need it, and thank you for everything that you're doing. No, well, thank you, Zach, and uh, wish you all the best always. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes every Wednesday. I plan to have a lot more um, strong advocates and mommy and daddy warriors on the show later this month, so be sure to tune in. Support these organizations that are doing stuff for families support generation rescue listen to hope saves the day support autism radio 
Um, and, you know, do something good, everybody. Open your heart. Have a little compassion. I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.